Good morning, everyone. We're going to go ahead and get started. Hopefully, you all ha are having a had a fantastic week. Hope that you guys uh, are preparing for a great weekend. Uh, it is Friday. That does not mean to us what it means to other people. To us, that means that we are about to start our busy part, our selling part of the week. Um, I want to give some props real quick to Asia. Asia, very nicely done with the video, ma'am, um, with the market stats. Continue to do that. Continue to leverage those market stats. I love the fact that you knew exactly when they came out and you had the video come out the same day as the market stats. So you can see I'm not feeling like a proud papa right now. So when you do things like that, um, continue to uh, use that information. You can even take it a step further where you can, um, as the week goes and as this month goes, you can continue to do videos. We understand that the power of video is unmatched uh, in everything else. So make sure that you go ahead and taking it a step further, do more mini videos uh, with you know market stats, whether it's the single family home, the condo, you might want to just talk about the median sales price, list price, sales price ratio. Uh, you want to go ahead and use all of that um, as you are going through this week or the, the next month. So fantastic job there. For Stacy, uh, kudos has a closing today. Woo, we love closings. Um, hard fought one on this one. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed. We'll be praying that we can get through to funding and everything on that one. I'm going to ask uh, real quick, is there anything that you guys would like to open up? Any questions, comments, concerns that you would like to open up with before we get started? Go ahead. Any comments, questions, or concerns before we get started? Go ahead. I'm just doing that so you guys can see me drinking out of my, myself, drinking out of my own head. All right, so if not, we are going to uh, jump right and continue in Brian Tracy's sales success. Now, what I found is that since I've been going back through this book with you all, I have been implementing this. Uh, again uh, into my life, into my business. And you can see how much I've had this book, how long I've had this book. I think you can see where the pages are starting to tear and it's starting to come apart because I've used this book uh, so much. Um, but as I was, we're in chapters nine, in chapter nine today, we might go into 10. But as I go through this book and as I'm, you know, reevaluating my business and myself with you all, I'm finding that, yes, I know a lot of information, but a lot of it just drifts away. So I'm not always doing everything I should. And that's my challenge to you all, that when you see something that you should be implementing, go ahead and implement it immediately. Let's not, let's not wait for tomorrow. Let's not wait for another opportunity to come or anything um, like that, no delays. Procrastination cannot live where we live. All right, so chapter nine, prospect like a professional. Prospect like a professional. Yesterday, I did an interview with Florida Realtors Magazine, 
And one of the things that we talked about were the key vital functions of real estate agents. What are the key vital functions of real estate agents? And I believe that there are only three key vital functions. That's going to be to prospect, to negotiate, and to pitch listings or buyer um, consultations. So you either have you're either prospecting, negotiating contracts, and then either going on listing or buyer consultations. Those are the three. And, and the reason I count listing and buyer consultations as one, because usually you're either working with buyers or you're working with sellers. I know a lot of people don't consider uh, buyer consultations as a key activity, but I know people, and one of my friends has a fantastic buyer business as a buyer specialist not then deals nothing with listening but that's the way her model is set up so kudos to her you know who you are prospecting so prospecting is a huge deal because we can usually tell how much or whether you're going to hit your goals as an agent by the number of prospects you have in your sales funnel when we look at your sales funnel how many people are you contacting uh, a day and, and this these are one of those key metrics um, these key metrics, K or KPI, K key performance indicators uh, that, that you might hear about. But how many calls are you making? You know, all this stuff. Um, so we want to look at the number of prospects you have and how do you build your number of prospects in your database is by prospecting. Now, prospecting could mean something different to a lot of people. It could mean cold calling to some. It also means that you could be going through your sphere of influence or your SOI. You could be door knocking, doing open houses, um, or networking. Whatever your prospecting activity is, you need to do more of it. Brian Tracy uh, says, if you want to double your sales, double your time face-to-face -face with the prospect. And so we're going to cover a bit of that here. So prospect like a professional, chapter nine, finding new people to buy your product or service is the most important part of the sales process. I'm gonna read that one more time. Finding new people to buy your product or service is the most important part of the sales process. Your ability to prospect effectively is the key to your success. How well you prospect is the key to your success. Now, it's going to cover a few things in here, but I want to uh, bring it out right now. Some of the activities that we believe are prospecting are not prospecting. A lot of what we do is just killing time. So that's something that I want uh, us to uh, consider. And, and, and I'll just go ahead and say it. our time on social media. Now, social media is a marketing platform, but that's really not considered prospecting when you're reaching out and trying to engage um, a, a, a prospect. So buying results, not products. And, and this little section here is key, and, and I want you to uh, listen to this and take this to heart. And just think about this, think about the rest of chapter nine as we go through. Think about your business, where you are right now today, and think about how these statements affect whether you believe them or not. Think about how these statements affect your business and how they're going to change your business going forward. People do not buy products or services. They buy results or benefits. People do not buy products or services. They buy results or benefits. Start the prospecting process by sitting down and making a list of all the benefits that a customer could enjoy 
by using your service in different ways. So you as a business owner, as a realtor, real estate professional, you need to, I, I don't want to say you need to. Brian Tracy says the first step is to take a, make a list of all of the benefits that a customer would enjoy. What are the uh, results they're going to uh, receive by working with you as an agent? Is it going to be less stress? Is it going to be more money? Is it going to be ease of the transaction, uh, product knowledge, market knowledge? What result are they going to uh, receive by working with you? Something to think about. After you have you know, made a list of the benefits that a customer would enjoy by using your service, the next stage in prospecting is for you to define exactly the prospect or person who would be most likely to buy your service and buy it immediately. You need to know who your ideal client is. That is very, very tough for us to decide, or for, uh, for it's not tough, we are reluctant to make that decision as realtors. We are afraid. We've talked about it, I think, in the past two chapters. I've talked about it for about 13 years now, but specialization is the way to success. You know, you want to decide who is your ideal customer. After you know the benefits that they'll receive, you want to say, who do I want to target with this? You cannot be everything to everyone. You can't be uh, a, an over you know, just an umbrella realtor. You can't cover commercial, residential, investment, timeshares, second family. It's just not possible to be excellent at all of those because you need an area of specialization. Now, once again, that's not me saying this. This is the experts who share this sentiment. So uh, people far smarter and uh, far richer than myself. What problems can you solve? So after you define uh, who can buy your service immediately, uh, this requires that you define your service in one of four different ways. So in the book, it's a product or service. And so if you were in a product selling business, we're in a service industry. So that's why I skip over product and I just go straight to service. What's the problem you can solve? First, what problem would an ideal customer have that your product or service can solve. You're looking for people who have a problem that they are willing to pay you to solve for them. Les Brown has a saying that if you want to be a person of value, become a PPS, a professional problem solver. So that's, what, that's where your mind needs to go. You're not just here to sell a home, you're here to solve a problem. Problems fall into three categories. Now, after we go over the three categories, we're gonna backtrack just a bit and we'll have a discussion about um, what problems we solve as realtors. Problems fall into three categories. The first is that they are obvious and clear. The customer knows she has a problem and knows what it is. So this is someone who knows, yes, I have a problem. I admit I have a problem and I know what it is. The second is that they are not obvious and unclear. The prospect has a problem but does not know what it is and is therefore unclear about what to do to solve it. And then the last problem is the non-existent problem. So this one is quite often when you call on the prospect seeking a person who has a problem that your product can solve, you find that the customer really does not have that problem at all. They do not need what you are selling. They are doing just fine as they are.
Now, the what problems do we solve as real estate agents? I'm going to ask you guys to chime in right there um, before we go any further, because we've got a couple more pages in this chapter. But let me ask you all, what problems do we solve? What problems do our services solve uh, as real estate agents? And it's not always just selling or buying a home. Uh, does anyone want to uh, contribute and answer? What problems do we solve uh, or do our services solve or we solve? Zero for classroom participation today. Hello? Okay. Oh, go ahead. All right. I'll participate. I was driving. I'm sorry. Um, I've learned over the last few years that pretty much we've become a psychologist to some to most of our customers because a lot of them don't know what they want or they think they know what they want and they really don't know what they want, whether it's because of the finances or location. Okay, I think we lost Stacy, but but that is uh, great information, a great viewpoint there. Um, so that's digging in actually. So before we can solve a problem, we're having to root. Oh, go ahead, Stacy. You're back again. I don't know where I left off, but pretty much we do anything that we can to provide good customer service to our client. If that means going to cut their grass, in my case, I've done it a couple times, or um, you know, letting a serviceman in their door because they needed something, some work done in their in their house prior, you know, or before and after a transaction. Okay, thank you for that input, Stacy. So uh, a lot of times the the problem that we are solving has very little to do with the physical home itself. As I mentioned in a previous call. One problem that I am solving for a client that I'm working with right now is independence. The, 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 the feel of independence, her need for independence after coming back from heart surgery. So that's a problem that I'm solving. We have an, another uh, that is dealing with, you know, coming back after a nasty divorce where she's now trying to get her and her family into a property that's close to school. So for that is rebuilding a lifestyle. Um, it, it may be, you know, you, we have to solve the problem of, of enjoyment or proximity to family. You know, so think about that. We're not, so, and those are one of the pain points and it talks about that in the next chapter. You know, so you'll look for a pain point or a pleasure point uh, to find out what problems our services solve. Find a key need. You look for prospects who have a need that has not yet been fulfilled. For us, these are people who have not bought, sold, or rented within the past few, however, uh, and they are looking to buy, sell, rent, lease, whatever that is uh, right now. So that one is uh, self-explanatory. Identify their goals. The third quality of good prospects is that they have a goal that they have not yet been able to achieve. One of the dialogues that I use quite often and that I picked up from my coach years ago 
was uh, that I would love to help you reach your real estate goals, achieve your real estate goals. What are your goals? What are your goals? Because we know that people who have goals and once they're reminded of those goals, they do not like to have those goals um, missed. They don't like to uh, fail at, at reaching their goals. So we want to ask them, we want to ask them and help them identify their goals and then help them achieve uh, their goal. So what goal can your service uniquely help the customer achieve? What goal can your service uniquely help the customer achieve? For me, one of the demographics, one of the segments that I work with are international buyers. One of their goals is to own property in the U.S. And so I know that being a U.S. property owner is their goal. I work through and I show them why it's important, how it's important, and how my services are going to come in and make that as easy as possible with no judgment involved. So that's something that when I go back here and I analyze my business, my current business, against what we're looking at and what we're reading right here, um, it, it keeps me focused uh, continually on what it is I'm doing and why it is that I'm doing it and who I should be targeting. Because as much as we want to, we can't target everyone. Uh, quick um, thing. So if you're doing any type of advertising or marketing, narrow down your marketing and your advertising to hit a specific, a specific target, a specific target population, specific target uh, market. Um, we can't stress that enough. Where does it hurt? Finally, you are looking for a prospect who has a pain, concern, worry, or stress that you can help alleviate or take away. A simple question such as, what keeps you awake at night will often open up a torrent of selling opportunities. So what keeps you up at night? So for us, if we are in the buying or selling process with a buyer or a seller, that, uh, could, we could phrase that question as, when you think about buying a property, what keeps you up at night? Or when you think about selling your home, what keeps you up at night? And if we ask those questions during the consultation, whether it's the listing consultation or the uh, buyer uh, consultation, a lot of times that will open up a flood of information. And then we can come in and we can say, all right, well, here's how my service will alleviate this pain. And here's a method that Brian Tracy uses called, called the 100 call method. And it, this is about the fear of rejection. And so um, it says, one of the biggest challenges in prospecting is overcoming the fear of rejection. To overcome this fear of rejection, there's a simple technique that you can use. It's called the 100 call method. This method requires that you go out immediately and call on 100 new prospects as fast as you possibly can. The difference here is that you do not really care very much whether they buy or not. Your focus is on the number of prospects that you call on, not your sales results. So now you guys know that I am not a cold caller, but I do love warm calls, hot calls, face-to-face -face prospecting, all of that. So you can tailor that 100 call method um, any way you want, but you want to go out and you want to prospect 100 people from today as quickly as you can. And it doesn't matter what the results are. You just want to get over the fear of them telling you no, 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 no. 
All right, so we're going to dive into chapter 10 uh, here. Yes, we've got a few minutes. We'll dive into chapter 10. Qualify your prospects. Qualify your prospects. So in chapter 9, it says finding new people to buy your product or service is the most important part of the sales process. Your ability to prospect effectively is the key to your success. Now we're talking about qualifying your, pro your prospects. Let's see what chapter, how chapter 10 starts out. One of the greatest time wasters. If you know me, you know I'm big on productivity. So when he said time wasters, my antenna went up immediately. One of the greatest time wasters in the business of selling is spending too much time with people who cannot or will not buy your product or service. Spending too much time with people who cannot or will not buy your product or service. Couple things. First one, everyone needs a realtor. Everyone needs a realtor. I don't care whether you're buying, selling, renting right now or not. Everyone needs a realtor. Second part, you do not have to be everyone's realtor. You do not have to be everyone's realtor. It is your decision. It is up to you who to work with. But Brian says right here that one of the greatest time wasters in the business of selling is spending too much time with people who cannot or will not buy your product or service. Now, we don't know. Well, a, a lot of times we can understand why someone can't buy or can't use our service, but we don't always know why they won't use our service. And that could be because they have family members, they have friends who are in the industry, they may be licensed themselves, they may not like the way you look, they might not like your background, whatever the reason, a lot of times, many times we spend too much time um, trying to sell to someone who's not going to buy from us. So that, that's the, the biggest time waster. Getting customer attention, and this is very key. I think Brian wrote this book many years ago, but it's even more important now. The scarcest single resource in business is customer attention. The scarcest single resource in business is customer attention. And I hope that all of you will agree with this statement or acknowledge its accuracy. We know that in today's time, in, in just the media frenzy and the bombardment of advertisement and attention grabbing headlines that the scarcest um you know resource that we have right now is customer attention we have to make sure that we're sharp that once we have a customer's attention that we already know the plans the processes processes and procedures that we're going to follow to hold that attention and to convert them from a prospect to a customer or a client whenever possible open your sales conversation with a strong question that qualifies the prospect immediately and gets the person's attention. If you are selling residential real estate, a good opening question would be, are you looking for an ideal home in a quiet neighborhood? Since this simple question embraces the desires and concerns of 90% of residential real estate buyers, the prospect will almost invariably say, of course, that's exactly what I'm looking for. So you want to lead with strong, questions with, with really good questions powerful questions the next one is focus on prospecting in your initial contact with the prospect focus all your attention and your questions on the prospect focus all your questions and all your attention on the prospect don't talk about who you or and what you do about who you are and what you do or about your company remember it's about them and not about you and this is something i want uh, you all to remember 
Client-centered selling is professional selling. You are only selling professionally when you are talking to your clients about his or her wants and needs. You are only selling professionally when you are talking to your client about his or her um, wants and needs. So I think that's where, nope, we've got one more. Question your way to success. So when, when we prospect, we want to make sure that we're asking questions, not in an interrogation format, but that we're asking powerful questions that are going to elicit responses that will do something emotionally to the prospect as well as give you the information that you need. In prospecting, the more information you can elicit, the easier it is for you to qualify the prospect and then go out and make a sale. This is where questioning is so important. Your question should be thought out carefully in advance and organized in a logical sequence from the most general to the most specific. Very often people will give you all the information in exchange for the benefit that you promised in your opening question. So don't forget that we want to know what our benefit is. We want to communicate what our benefit is to the prospect and how using our service is going to be a benefit to them. Okay, so that is chapter 9 and 10. Um, sales success, I believe, like I said, I continue to believe it's one of the best sales resources that you all can have next to Jeffrey Gittimer's Sales Bible. And we may go through bits and pieces of that in the future. I hope that you all are, are getting something from this. I'm, I'm not you know, I'm not gauging the, the feedback. I'm not getting feedback, you know, gauging the calls. But I know I'm opening this up to you guys because I, or we're doing it this way because I'm getting something from it. And if we can learn these skills and if we can understand the processes and, and the systems of how we should be selling and we can reach sell success, I believe that it will make all of us better. But if there's something that you guys want to pivot and do differently, uh, just shoot me a text message or you can send me uh, or leave a comment on the Facebook or in the Facebook group. Um, it, it, will not, it will not offend me. I want to make sure that we are doing things that are beneficial for you guys because I could read the book here at home if you guys are not getting anything from it. So uh, I'm going to open up real quick for one more Q&A really quickly. Is there any questions, comments, concerns, anything that you guys have that uh, you want have questions for or that you want to discuss i just wanted to say that the book is great i love the book and um i've bought the other a couple of other of his books because he's a he's a really good author i like him a lot thank it's you for sharing that with us my pleasure my pleasure All right, everyone, it is 8.28 on Friday the 27th, uh, which means that I think today is a day that someone is going to buy a couple million dollars worth of real estate, and that might happen before 10 o'clock this morning. Our job is to go out and find those people. Uh, love you guys. Have a fantastic week day today. Have a fantastic weekend. Make the most of every opportunity, not only in real estate, but in life. Don't have any regrets. Because we know that when our time comes, we're going to be more sorry about what we didn't do than what we did. 
so go out, be bold today, take bold actions. Love you guys. Don't be average. Be world renowned. I'll get this video up shortly. Holler at you later. Peace.